Hello and welcome back, legends, to the Press Room Podcast, supported by Ride WA. This is the summer series, okay? So these episodes are not part of season one, they're not part of season two. It's just a special series focusing on the Australian summer. So Bay Crits, Tour Down Under, and of course, the Aussie Road Nationals. So um, the Bay Crits is what we're focusing on today. The Bay Crits, if you haven't heard of it before, it's a usually a criterium series that's held a week before the Aussie Nationals. Um, and it's often used as a tune-up race for a lot of the World Tour professionals who are coming back to race the Nationals and also the domestic riders as well. So it comes at quite a nice time uh, with regards to preparation because everyone has done all the meet and greet of their um, their training and all the hard work's done. They've done you know, their top-end VO2s, all that sort of stuff. They're pinging and then they get to race this Criterium Series and really get that speed work in, as they like to say. So... Um, a little bit of history, some of the previous winners um, of the Bay Crits in terms of the overall. I'll just run through some of them from the men and women's. So starting with the women's, we've had some pretty good winners. Uh, Rochelle, oh, sorry, Rochelle Gilmore's won it a few times. Melissa Hoskins won it twice or three times. Uh, Chloe Hoskins won it. Grace Elvin, uh, Grace Elvin, uh, Georgia Bronzini. Oh, Valentina Scandalora. She won it back-to-back a couple of years ago. So a couple of internationals sometimes come around and participate. Um, and on the men's side, we've got Robbie McEwen's won it like six times. Uh, Baden Cook, Mark Renshaw, Graham Brown. Caleb Ewan's won it four or five times. And Caleb Ewan really made his name or got himself on the map at this race. Back in 2013, he won his first Bay Crit, and he was like 16 years old then. And if you saw his sprinting position back then, it was extreme. Like his head over the sort of handlebar sort of position, his aerodynamics, it was really, really extreme then. And there is a video knocking around of what that looked like back in the day when he won one of those bunch kicks, and he was almost licking the front of his tire. So um, it's not quite as extreme. Anyway, Brenton Jones has also won it. Uh, Ian Bibby, uh, who was a UK rider who came over, uh, used to race with Brenton, actually, in the UK uh, for the Wiggins squad. And then also uh, JLT Condor, I believe. And then Marco Heller from Bora. Well, he was from Bahrain Bahrain Merida. Now he's with Bora. Strong, strong rider. He won it one year uh, when he was in a mixed team with Nathan Haas, uh, sponsored by, I think it was Lexus, the sponsor of the event. Um, a little mixed super team. And then, of course, Sam Wellsford won the previous year for the men's. So um, a lot of powerful riders have won this race, and you can see it's a pretty good pretty good lineup. Uh, so it's back. It's been away for a couple of years, the Bay Classics, because of COVID, but now it's back, and um, we're going to be speaking with or hearing from uh, some audio diarists of the key riders of the race. So for the women's, for stage one, for the women's, I wasn't able to get... Uh, anyone for the first stage, but for the second stage, we'll be hearing from Ruby Roseman Gannon, who won the first stage, and uh, Matilda Reynolds, who was third on stage one as well. And uh, for the men, we're going to hear from in stage one uh, Brenton Jones, who led out Blake Quick to the victory for Inform Make, and then Jensen Plowright, who was my favourite for stage one, who came third. So uh, we'll throw it to them. They'll break down the race for us and just give us a bit of a taste of what it was like for stage one. And then stage two, we'll go into that and we'll hear from the girls and then we'll hear from the guys. And um, that'll give a bit more 
uh, insight into the racing rather than me telling you what happened because it's much more interesting hearing it from the riders themselves. All right, legends, we'll get stuck into it. Here's Jensen, and then we're going to throw to Brenton. Thanks. race was uh, pretty good with attacks at the start. It was very active and <clears throat> lots of uh, lots of action down the back straight especially just because you get a good run uh, from the downhill. Everyone sort of borps down the bottom of the hill and then you can hit the hit the gas and get a good good gap quickly. So there's a lot of there's a lot of good racing going on for most of the race, and then eventually a good breakaway went. Had I had Clarky and two ARA guys and Inform. Most of the big teams are in it. So we are in a bit of strife with only three of us, so we had to put poor old James Moriarty on the front, and he just had to hold tempo and just keep it within a bridgeable gap. Eventually... We had Nero and Inform were working because they wanted to work for Blake Quick and Brennan Jones. So that was sweet. They helped us out. And it wasn't looking like it was going to come back, but uh, you could see the, the guys out the front were starting to hurt a lot. So um, it really came back in the last three laps big time. And we just caught them with about 400 metres to go. Uh, and that's where the sprint actually started. About 400 to go. Trying to get be first into that right-hander. Um, uh, Brandon Jones hit out early. Like maybe 200 metres into that corner. Before the corner. And then uh, I sort of jumped onto that. Got behind Blake Quick, who was on the wheel. Uh, and we flew through that corner. And and then, uh, yeah, I went left around the speed bump through the gutter. And, uh, yeah, got onto Blake Quick's wheel, but he was just way too quick. And I just had to settle for third in the end. But, yeah, super aggressive race. And uh, hopefully a good finish with uh, us catching the break with about yeah 400 metres to go. Hey everyone, Brunton Jones here. Just wrapping up after stage one of the, the Bay Crits here in Geelong. It was a, a pretty fast race. Um, and one that I wasn't supposed to start, actually. I was only going to do day two. Uh, but long story short, I um, decided not to, not to involve myself in the nighttime activities of my, my mate's Bucks party in Melbourne. I uh, just stayed clear of some of the, the bars and the, and the boat we were going on, which is uh, a real shame. I would have loved to have been there with my, with my mate. But uh, I think a week out from nationals and, and some serious competition coming up, um, I think I decided to... Just leave that part of the the bucks and enjoy the the paintball and the morning um, fun we did have. I think I left Melbourne about four o'clock. Um, the race started here in Geelong at six o'clock, so I think I got to the race at five twenty. 
Uh, got kitted up, got all the new kit from Black Sheep and the Inform colours, which look really, really good. And uh, I met the boys, did a short five-minute warm-up, um, and we were on the start line. So um, I wasn't sure how the legs were going to be, um, but uh, with the form I've had recently, I, I knew I was going to be there or thereabouts. Um, and we've got a really, really strong group of guys. Um, and the plan, the plan going into the race was uh, to, to help Blake out. Um, because I wasn't going to be there at the start, um, Pat Lane said that uh, he'd given Blake the opportunity to have this opportunity to, to, to race and, and to, to get the win. And I was really happy and excited to, to help Blake out um, during the race yesterday and in the finish. Um, and it panned out that way, which was fantastic. From a start, it was pretty fast, really, really fast with a tailwind down the, the main straight, um, down the bottom as well, along the water. And that made it really, really hard to, to move up. Um, not until the climb when it slowed down a little bit. It was so, so fast with the wind. A lot of uh, bumps down on the, the bottom straight too. It's a rough, rough road. Um, so you had to really concentrate. A lot of people were dropping chains. Um, but it was about, you know, just keeping smart, riding good position, um, and waiting to the, until the finish, there was a few dangerous breaks that went away, but we had, uh, Raf and Fergus and Pat, um, all chase those back, which was fantastic. Elliot was up the road as well in the, in the main break. So I think everyone in the team contributed really, really well. Um, and for the first race of the season, I think we cannot complain with how everyone raced last night. It was fantastic in the finish. I think uh, it was just myself leaving it up to to Blake and I to to craft our way through the through the field, um, and we saw the two lap lap board. Um, obviously, two laps to go, um, and I saw my my minutes on my computer. I think it was about forty nine, fifty minutes, and I actually thought it was an hour race. So that was my fault for not checking properly. But uh, lucky I saw that board because it made me realize that uh, you know Blake and I got to get um, get sorted here for the finish. And it was on the last lap that Blake as well yelled out to me and said, BJ, is this the last lap? And I said, yep. And uh, and then just made sure he was behind me. Uh, we got a bit boxed in on the, on the climb, probably about 700 meters to go uh, before the finish. And I waited kind of patiently, waited for a gap, uh, saw my gap and went. And when I went uh, with Blake on my wheel, he... Uh, he was in a good position, really good position, tucked nicely behind myself. And the breakaway still had probably 100 meters on us. And Simon Clark just at that moment attacked himself and he was solo. He didn't actually get caught until 200 meters to go. So it was a great attack by Simon. Uh, but the breakaway, I, I guess looking down and concentrating on, on where to be in the bunch um, made me forget how far up the road they were. So um, we still had a bit to close down in that final 500 meters, you could say. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it was a really nice finish there. I was happy with how my legs were. So I went around the breakaway, took Blake around the last two corners and dropped him off at about 150 to go. And he uh, he said after it was a, a perfect lead out for him, um, just getting nice and nice and comfy and didn't have to do too much work. And I think that's what I really uh, wanted to do for him. And um, it's really good to see him, a nice young kid. He's got a super talent um, and it's great for us to share it around in the team and and have the team colours on the top step for the start of the 2022 season is, is really good. So good good times all around. Um, really happy. We've got another tough, tough race uh, tomorrow um, in stage two. 
but we'll see how we go. Um, I think we're down one rider as well, unfortunately, but um, that's only going to make us work harder and be more motivated to try and do the job. So um, hopefully we can all come back with good legs um, and have a good crack. I think, um, yeah, one last thing about the finish. It was, uh, it was pretty fast with the flat with the flat finish all the way to the line with a couple of corners. Tomorrow's going to be interesting with a, with a bit of a pinch in the climb at the finish, about 2.50 to go. So that's going to change maybe the way we sprint and the way we lead out. So I'll think about that when we come to tomorrow's stage. Um, but yeah, it was, it was nice to see Quickie, uh, Quickie come past me right in a, in a, in a perfect position and, and sprint all the way to the win. He, he, he did a really, really good job. So all the boys should be happy with what they did yesterday. And, um, we'll go ahead and keep going for tomorrow. giving us their recap and um, doing a bit of an audio diary for stage one. Uh, well done to Blake Quick too. I mean, when you're getting dropped off with 150 to go uh, by Brenton Jones, it's very hard to go wrong. But make no mistake, Blake Quick has some serious wheels. Uh, when, you know, Jensen Plowright come, can't even come over the top of him, uh, you know he's got uh, some rapid kicks, that's for sure. And it's worth looking at Blake Quick's... Um, uh, first cycling stats because he's raced quite a bit uh, for a young dude and um, he's actually got some pretty serious results. He's done quite well in Asia and even a few good races in Belgium last year as well, making the front or second groups. So we're checking out. So we're going to move on to stage two of the Bakerits, which actually happened today as I'm recording it about a couple hours ago. We're going to kick off a stage two of the women's race and we've got audio diaries from Matilda Reynolds and uh, Ruby Rose McGannon who won stage one. And thankfully for us, those two were in a two-up breakaway, almost lapping the field in stage two. So let's hear from Matilda first, and then Ruby, and we'll see how the race panned out. starting to think about the finish and um, we were, Ruby and I were keeping it fairly steady. Uh, it'd been a pretty hard effort to um, get into the breakaway and really make that break uh, stick. But we were, I was also quite conscious that we were getting reports that Grace Brown, who's, you know, will probably win the Australian TT and came fourth at the Olympics this past year, uh, was coming up behind us. And so I couldn't really just softly tap and Ruby was looking back quite a bit and I was trying to encourage her to keep going. She's, you know, she's, she's not close, but yeah, look, Ruby is, you know, if um, she's one of the best uh, cyclists in the country and she's been doing it since she was a fetus. So she's very cunning, very experienced, but I didn't want to just give it to her. And I know she's such a good sprinter that I, um, I, didn't, I knew I didn't want to be, I knew I didn't want to be behind her because there's just no way you're going to come around her. So yeah, I just softly tapped around the last lap and, and took it into the last corner and you wanted to be first in that corner and, you know, for a moment I had it, but she's just too strong and um, she's just such a classy rider and has such a great sprint. But, yeah, I, I was still really happy with my performance and, and also that I really get, tried to give it to her um, at the end. I'm really happy um, about the last two days of racing. This is a brand new team, um, brand new riders, staff. Um, you know, it's like the first day of school was sort of been calling it. And it was just a really great start to have the men 
win both stages as well with Inforn Racing and for us to be present and active and represent in both of the day's stages in the women's race. Um, and so, yeah, really looking forward to the season ahead, but also really good signs for nationals next weekend. I haven't been focusing on my sprint really at all, just really trying to get a lot stronger in the heels and in my overall performance. And so today was good feelings and hopefully I can keep that going into next weekend and stay healthy, stay happy and really looking forward to riding with the entire team, hopefully in the coming summer, if everyone can stay well. Thanks so much for the support. Thanks to the girls there for giving us their recap of stage two of the women's race of the Bay Crits and obviously the overall victory going to Ruby Roseman Gannon, who at the moment can do no wrong. That's her sixth or seventh victory in a row, and she's really looking good for nationals. So look out for her in the criterium and in the road race. I think I think she can get over Bunning Yong uh, the 10 or 11 times and take the win, but hopefully she'll get some luck on her part as well. And well done to Matilda Reynolds. Um, pretty tough ass coming up against Ruby, who's obviously in super form, but she raced really well, Matilda, and um, good to see her having a crack as well. All right, so we're going to go to the men's race. First up, we're going to hear from Brenton Jones pre-race and get his thoughts, see how he's going there. And then we'll get a post-race wrap-up from Brenton himself. We're going to hear from Nick White and um, maybe a few others as well that I'll chuck in there. So um, we'll go to them just now. Brenton Jones here. Just a bit of a quick chat before stage two of the Bay Crits here in Geelong. We are, uh, what's the time now? One o'clock. Got a couple of hours before we start and uh, we're about to have a, a team meeting at two o'clock with all the boys and, and really go through our plans for the stage two today. It should be a fast race. There's a bit of wind. The sun's out. It's nice and blue, blue skies. Really warm. It's about 23 degrees. So here for Geelong, it's uh, just a nice temperature here on the Bay. And it should be a fast and furious race. I think um, the Bay Crits is always about a you know a multiple stage event. It's not just the one day you need to focus on. It's always backing up yourself after the after the first or second or third day. This year it's only two stages. So I think Blake and the rest of us need to capitalize on the opportunities we have here today to try and get another stage win and and hold his lead in GC. We have a number of guys riding really well. So if they can perform as well as we did yesterday, then that's going to really help us. Uh, personally, I think, um, you know, I've got experience in this race. I've won this race in 2014 and been on the podium a number of times. So I'd really like to try and um, help lead the team to, uh, to to winning this overall title again. And um, I think we've got the, the skills and ability to do that. I went for a morning ride this morning uh, with Simon Clark, Jensen Plowright, James Moriarty, Josh Duffy, um, Tim Decker, and one of my mates uh, from Geelong here, Mike, as well. It was a really nice ride. I only did an hour and a half. Uh, the boys went a bit further, I think, to Anglesey, which is great. They went uh, for three hours. Um, but just a nice short ride for me today. Um, ready to back it up tonight at three o'clock. The legs are pretty good. They felt good this morning. So, you know, it's good Good feelings ahead of the national championships next week, um, which I'd really like to do really well at. Uh, but this Bay Crits is a perfect 
perfect time of the year to get the legs going and it's great to see the event happen and uh, my mum Karen Jones and John Trevorrow be a part of uh, getting this event back on the road. Um, it's great to see and would, would be awesome to make it bigger and better next year again and, and so good to see so many people supporting it. Um, back to the race. Well, like I said, I've spoke about a little bit uh, the course. We're going anti-clockwise today. Yesterday was clockwise, so it's the same course but in reverse, so you shouldn't be able to get lost. And we've got a nice little sharp corner, steep climb, about 150 metres to go. Um, a similar finish to what we had two years ago um, when Nick White won. I think I was second, Jensen third, and Sam Wellsford fourth. So it was a tough little sprint a couple of years ago, I remember. It's all about that last corner, coming in there with fresh legs and trying to rip it from the corner. Um, it's going to be short and fast. The plan potentially will be to go in there first uh, with Blake on my wheel and, and let him finish the job. Um, depending on how hard I need to work into that, in that last corner will depend on how my legs go coming out of that corner and how and what I can do for Blake after that. But I think uh, the main priority is to be in a great place around that last corner um, and be po posed and ready to um, fight harder on that last lap. I think um, it's going to be tough. There might be some breakaways. If it's windy, it could split up again like we saw yesterday in the first stage. Um, so let's just see how we go. Um, and, yeah, really looking forward to, to seeing how we can wrap up uh, the final stage here at the Bay Crits. Great start to the summer of cycling. Cheers. Hi guys, Nick White here. Um, I ride for Team Bridge Lane usually and I'm here to just give you a brief update prior to day two of Bay Crits um, on how I think the race will unfold and what my plans will be going into it. Um, I'm here racing these two days just as an individual which I've been having a lot of, which I have a lot of enjoyment in doing sometimes. It's just good fun floating between the teams. Um, riding off the back of their trains and doing that. So, yeah, yesterday was pretty hard and fast race. Um, caught the break about 250 metres to go. And, uh, yeah, Blake Quick from Inform ended up taking the win. Uh, today, I think, will be pretty similar race. Like, it'll be pretty hard to get away because it's a quick, quick circuit. Um, and just the speed that the Peloton generates along that bottom straight, uh, it's pretty hard for anything to really stick. There's not a lot of wind. Um, so I think I'll probably just do a similar roll to yesterday and I'll just float throughout the race um, and just try and ride off the back of the bigger teams off Inform leading out Blake or Oliver's leading out probably Kurt um, or ARA leading out Craig Wiggins. So I'll just float between all those trains um, or maybe even just jump on the back of Jensen. Uh, and he's probably a pretty reliable shout to go pretty well in the finish. And yeah, hopefully we'll just stay together for a bunch of kick. Um, and I'll just get around and see how we go. Um, just making a nuisance of myself in the peloton, jumping on the back of people. And other than that, I think it's a pretty straightforward race. And uh, I'll check in after the race and let you know how it all went. Cheers. So, we've uh, just finished up with the day two criterion for Bay Crits. Um, I ended up fourth on the stage, which put me into fourth overall, 
which uh, I was reasonably happy with. Not exactly what I wouldn't mind a podium coming into the race, but um, yeah, felt all right in the races and good signs ahead of the Road Nationals coming up this Friday with the Criterium and Sunday with the Road Race. Um, in the end, it was, yeah, reasonably straightforward race and pretty easy to see what was going to happen with Inform having their GC ambitions. They were pretty happy to ride uh, everything back unless it either had Blake or Brenton in it in the end, but they weren't really going for the break. So, um, yeah, they were just kind of riding everything back and my uh, brother snuck up the road there at one point and he had a bit of a dig towards the end and only got caught with two laps to go. So good to see him finally doing something. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, other than that, it was a good hard race today and good fun, good hit out before the Bay Crits. Um, it was pretty, yeah, few attacks throughout the race, but nothing really stuck um, until the end. And then, yeah, it was all together with two laps to go. Uh, went into the last corner, third wheel, and, yeah, ended up fourth on the stage. It was pretty hairy going into that final corner, as as to be expected, but uh, makes for good fun racing. Um, wouldn't be a good bike race unless there was a bit of... Uh, bumping and chopping going on so always makes it pretty exciting and then uh yeah i'd say the nationals coming up this friday we'll have even more of that in the action and uh we'll make it pretty pretty fun racing but um yeah be good to go into nationals have some teammates again by my side and um pretty happy with how everything went at bay crits and it was good fun that the bay crits were back on this year after a uh, year hiatus due to the pandemic so Hopefully it continues to grow and get back to normality in the years to come and um, be awesome to see four days of Bay Crits back in the coming years with uh, Richie Boulevard, Port Arlington, Williamstown and Eastern Gardens all in there. Um, that were the good fun days of Bay Crits and hopefully we can get back to that. So, yeah, cheers. Thanks for having me on the podcast and um, catch you all around. guys, Brenton Jones again, bit of a recap after stage two, the Bay Crits, uh, final day, pretty successful actually, really, really happy, um, the team's really stoked with how we went, uh, it was such a great day, plan came off to perfection, um, and the finish so strongly was fantastic, the, uh, the stage was quite fast, um, and some, in some points there, the wind was pretty strong too, so... Down the back straight, there was a bit of speed, a bit of gutter action as well, which made it really difficult to, to hold your position and, and fight for the wheels. Uh, but it did ease up a little bit, and we did take it up uh, and have control of the race for um, at least half of the race, which was really nice. The boys were riding the front in, in Pat Lane and Fergus, Raf and Elliot Schultz. Uh, they were doing such a great job, and it kept uh, Blake and I a bit fresher for the finish. Um there was a few smaller breaks during the during the race. We followed a few early, but then a few got established um, during the race. And we were quite comfortable with that. It wasn't a, a hassle. It maybe got to 25, 30 seconds max. Um, and the boys controlled that really, really well. Um, in the last few laps, uh, I think we had Oliver's and ARA take up the, the pacemaking. They had a number of guys still left, and they both got great lead-out trains. So they'll be ones to watch coming to Nationals. Um, unfortunately, though, they, they couldn't really finish it off and, and they'll probably both be disappointed with how they went um, having the lead-outs they did in the finish. 
Um, and in the finish, the last couple of laps, I just tried to keep, um, yeah, Blake just nice and comfortable back in the bunch. Um, the boys right at the front, and sometimes it is good to get up the front um, and be behind your lead out. But, you know, on a stage and a, and a crit circuit like that, I've done that before. And with the wind, um, just sit, sitting back a little bit, I knew that would be the safest place for Blake and I. So I'm happy he trusted me and, and, and knew the, just to follow the wheel. I know I was going to get him in the right place in the finish, and the boys did a really good job in front of me too. Um, in the last lap, it was very, very fast. RA took it up. We're flying down the back straight. Um, and I saw Elliot and Raf, who were still there after doing their work. They got taken over by those two teams, Oliver, Oliver's and RA in the finish. They kind of still had a bit of left in the, uh, in the tank. So down the final back straight, I yelled out to Elliot and, uh, and Raf to go for it. Um, and they did a really good job. Um, I would have probably liked maybe, yeah, uh, Raf to swing off, Ali to jump around and me follow him um, a bit earlier. Um, we probably left it a bit later with Raf still doing an amazing job on the front. He was so strong. Uh, but maybe I would have liked to, to jump a bit earlier and take Blake fully uh, into the corner on my wheel. Uh, but in the end, it worked out um, the way we, way we planned. I spoke to Blake before the race and we agreed that you need to be first or second around this corner if you want to win. Um, and he did. He was in there, I think, first side by side with Jensen, and I was right there behind um, after they both overtook me uh, about 25 meters before the, the last corner. Um, they both raced to the finish line and finished one-two respectively. Uh, so a good sprint there from Blake and, and to take the win and the overall. And Jensen in second and, and finished second overall. Um, and then yeah, Nick White dive on me in the last corner too, and I uh, had had some energy left in the tank. As I said, I didn't use as much as I was planning to in that in that last hundred meters before the corner. Um, so it was a bit of a late step out for me in the lead out. So I still had some energy there and sprinted to the line to to get a one one and three for the team, finishing third, and actually put me up to third overall in GC. So a very very successful race and, and series for the team. Uh, we won the team's classification as well. So the boys are absolutely stoked and um, yeah, couldn't be, couldn't be happy for the team. It's a great start and really nice to see Blake on the top step um, after yeah what he did for me in Queensland. So to share it around and have two quick guys is, is awesome. Um, and yeah, really happy I could play my part. And, and the guys are just gelling together so well. It's the first time I've raced with some of them before. So um, really nice to have that uh, good team culture. Leading into nationals, which is going to be really, really exciting, really fun. I'm looking forward to it. The form's great. So, you know, you've got to be in it to win it. Um, and anything can happen. Um, but, uh, yeah, really looking forward to nationals. Um, and, yeah, just got to thank the organisers, um, especially my mum, Karen Jones, John Trevorrow, um, Alexis of Blackburn, all the other sponsors of the event, all the staff and the crew for the setup and pack up. Um, the volunteers, it, uh, it's really special to, to be at this race. It's special for me, obviously, like I said, won it before. And, it's a family event. It's a family run event. Um, I've been a part of it for years. So to have this race and see a lot of people supporting it and enjoying the racing as well is exciting. And hopefully it gives everyone some good legs before the national championships. And we'll see you all there. Cheers. All right, legends, that is the Bakerit episode done and dusted. I hope you liked this summer series edition and a huge thank you to the audio diarists, uh, Matilda Reynolds, Brenton Jones, Jensen Plowright, Nick White, 
Uh, couldn't get Ruby on in the end, but don't worry. This is your little sneak preview for listening this far into the pod. She's coming on next week with a full episode. It's going to be a ripper. Uh, might time that just after the Nationals road race, so look out for that. Um, so, yeah, thanks to those guys for giving us their insight into their race. It was really good. And well done to the overall winners in Blake Quick and uh, Ruby again. Look out for all these names and nationals. They're going to be right in the mix. So um, that's it, really. Uh, also, thank you to the organisers for the Bay Crits. They put on a really good event. And, you know, with circuit racing at a domestic level, you don't need to reinvent the wheel when it comes to coverage. Just get three cameras on the course, get a moto following the bike race, you know, a couple of decent um, commentators in the box. You know, you had Gracie Elvin, you had Dave McKenzie doing a ripping job. And that's all you need, you know. Simple bike race needs simple coverage. So well done to everyone there involved. All right, legends, I'll see you for the Nationals weekend, which is coming up five or six days' time. Thanks for listening. Catch ya.